push through, see if we can, you know, kind of finagle it uh, to get approved without having to file for the extension. And we actually, we actually did get it approved without the game being out. So there is hope. Welcome to another episode of the Nemulous Entertainment Podcast. Today, it's just going to be me uh, because I'm going to be talking about protecting your intellectual property through trademarks. So we did an episode on copywriting and now we're going to do it on trademarks. Um, Eric is not with us today, but he's actually recording his own episode right now on Procreate. So that's just a little side side note. Uh, but I do have my notes here because at one point in time, I did know this stuff off the top of my head, but... Some things have changed and I've lost touch with all of the trademark information. So uh, so when it comes to trademarks, they're very important, just like copywriting is. But trademarks are a lot more expensive than copywriting. So copywriting, while it might be you know, 50 to $70 to file, uh, trademarks are going to be anywhere from 250 to 650 depending on if you use an attorney, who your attorney is, if you file by yourself, so on and so forth. Uh, there is a cost to it. And when it comes to trademarks, they can be protected indefinitely as long as the own, the owner continues to trademark the name. So you have to know who the uh, owner is and if they trademark, um, if, you know, they have to continue to file that. So the trademark is 10 years, okay? And then within that 10-year renewal, there is a date between the fifth and the sixth year that you have to file an affidavit which is stating that the mark is still in use. If you don't file that, then the USPTO can actually cancel your trademark because at this point in time, to them, it says that, hey, all right, this is like no longer in use. The USPTO has ways around everything. Trust me, it's a pain. Like we have, I think we own three trademarks. Um, as the company, our logo, our name, and then Stormwood Sales. All three of those are registered trademarks. Um, but we, you know, Ironclad Tides, back when it was called that, that trademark failed. <laughs> so they find reasons. Um, so trademarks, they can cover words. They can cover names, symbols, designs, slogans, logos. They can, cover, they can cover a combination. You can mix more than one together. Um, even if you have a copyright on them, you can dual protect them with trademark as well. And usually this is, so copywriting is usually for, and we had talked about this a little bit in the last episode, it's usually for creative pieces. Uh, trademarking is more on the side of the business. So, you know, like we talked about name, words, phrases, images, things that might not be eligible for copyright protection, you can actually take uh, the protection of trademarking it. So, and again, just like copywriting, you still have common law with trademark. Um, your common law is going to be the little, the TM that you put next to your logo or your name or your slogan. When it comes to your logo and your name, you put the TM only when it becomes actually officially registered, then that's when you can use the R with the circle. Okay. That's the symbol that you use for that. But the trademark has to be clear, okay? It has to be like, it has to represent a, a clear product, a clear service. Otherwise, you're not going to, if you go to register it, it's going to be denied. And if you go to register it and, you know, you haven't really looked in the database, um, you haven't had anybody look to see if it's going to actually 
contest with somebody else's trademark, then um, that's going to cost you more time and more money. So this is why we have we have an attorney that uh, we, well, we have a legal team, but um, one of the one of the people there they handle intellectual property and um, they can look they can do their own search uh, through the database. And we knew that going into ironclad tides, for example, you're, you're probably like, well, why? Ironclad Tides got denied. Well, it's like, well, we knew going into it that there was a PC company, but they hadn't operated in like five years. Um, so we had thought that we were going to be in the clear. And it was called like Ironclad Games. It wasn't even, you know, it wasn't Ironclad Tides. Like we thought that we had a good run at being able to, you know, distinguish ourselves differently because it was the name of a game. Uh, but the USPTO, whoever we had, whoever was reviewing our case at that point in time, deemed that, no, we are not worthy. <laughs> so we had to change up the name. And once it gets denied, you get, you can't just go back and, I think, I actually, I actually don't know. You might be able to appeal the process. I think that you could probably appeal the process. Uh, but again, I, I don't know. I should know that. <laughs> having this uh but we didn't appeal it we just moved on to a new one because it would cost us more time and more money to appeal it to have somebody else look at it and then once somebody looks at it another person looks at it then they got to come together congregate and it could sway either way um so let's see here so when it comes to trademarking you have to have classes so there are certain classes each one is a number and your your so the numbers um you know whether you're selling it on like digital products uh e-commerce products like tangible items um no matter what it is it could be filed under multiple classes like hoodies versus shirts uh you know t-shirts versus mugs um you know apparel versus accessories like there's a bunch of different uh and I, nobody knows these off the top of their head you'd have to go look at the list um but you have to file you have to know which uh, which ones you're going to be filing for and if you have an intent to use. So let's say that your trademark is not, you're not being, it's not being used right now. So when we were making Stormwind sales, we were building the game, but we had not put the game out. So we had an intent to use that name on the game. Okay. So for us to do that, because there was no actual product out, we had to file an intent to use. And then I believe it was a six month period um, where it had to be in use. Otherwise, you have to file for an extension, which costs more money. I think it's a couple hundred bucks to file for an extension. It's a hundred bucks per class, I believe, that you have to file for an extension. So we had two classes for our game. So it's 200 bucks to file for the extension. However, we decided that we're going to push through, see if we could, you know, kind of finagle it uh, to get approved without having to file for the extension. And we actually, we actually did get it approved without the game being out. So there is hope. It, again, it depends on who's reviewing your case and whether or not they have a good day. It's like going to the DMV, all right? When you, you wait in the line, you get up to the front, you know, are they in a good mood, are they in a bad mood? Who knows, you know? So that's what it's like with the USPTO. Um, when it comes to categorizing your mark, there are a few ways that you can categorize it. One is fanciful, so this is made up words that can um, not be otherwise defined. So nebulos, so nebulos is technically not a word. So that would be an example. Arbitrary, so these are real, uh, real words but are completely unrelated to the product or service that they are named for. Suggestive is the third option and these are words that suggest some sort of quality about a product or service. The fourth one is descriptive. 
Uh, these are words or designs that are exactly represent, representing the good or service that they are being used for. And the fifth one is going to be generic. These are words that are commonly used to refer to the product or the service. So when it comes to registering your trademarks, um, I, I still think that it's a good idea to register your trademarks because again, you know, like we talked about in uh, the copywriting episode, you have common law, but you're not going to like legally be protected if you wanted to go against somebody who's infringing unless you have it registered. So when it comes to registering, you can file with the USPTO, okay, the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Um, you can do this either through mail or online. I mean, nowadays we do everything online. Uh, that's what I would recommend. It's going to be quicker and you can track the application process. You're going to have to include your trademark. So if you're doing, so for, for the logo, for the Nebulous Entertainment logo, we did a all, uh, an all black because they, they, I, I, they don't want the color. It has to be black. Um, nebulous logo as the artwork when we submitted it uh, same thing with the the name so the nebulous entertainment name again all black nebulous entertainment um, just like you were typing into a word document uh, that's what it has to look like so if you have any special fonts you know if you do have special colors like i don't think you have to submit the basic colors you know like your red, yellow, greens, and blues. If you have a specific color to your company, to your brand that identifies like what the brand is and who you are, um, you know, it's important to your branding, then I do believe you actually have to submit that as well. If it is a part of what you're submitting as the artwork, the name, the logo, so on and so forth. Um, if nobody disputes your claim, so this, so when you file and you submit it, this could take up to three months for them to make a decision to review, to approve and reject your application. If you reject it, you can resubmit a new trademark proposal. Okay. So now I've made it down to the notes that I've made before. So, uh, you can resubmit a new trademark proposal. Um, again, I don't know if you can appeal the process of the previous one. So if nobody disputes your claim, okay, if it's not rejected, it's accepted, and then it, you enter into a different period. I believe it's called like the 1B period or B1 period where everybody else can come in and dispute your claim. So if somebody, if somebody sees that your trademark is close to theirs, then they can come in and dispute and be like, whoa, 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 this is going to be uh, you know, infringing, impeding in on our logo, our name, so on and so forth. They can come in and dispute it. Um, so, but if nobody disputes it, the USPTO will issue what's called a NOA, which is a notice of allowance. This is with usually within a month um, or two of the initial uh, approval process. And this notice, this basically says that your trademark is allowed, but it's not registered yet. So that means nobody disputed it, but it's still not at the registered process. So think about it. We're five months in. Okay, you're five months into your submission at this point in time and it's still not registered. So within that six month, you know, if you have, um, if nobody, like, again, you're allowed, you have the, the statement of use, you have uh, everything filed, the USPTO will make the final decision and they will give you that final, final notice of approval and they will show you and give you, they'll actually mail you a document, um, you know, the formal document 
that has the registration of your trademark and you will be in the system from there. Then you can start using it with, you know, technically you can start using it with the, the R, the circle with the R as the symbol uh, to notify to the public. And this just shows the legal protection over your trademark. So again, when you have common law, you can use the TM saying, hey, you know, this is ours, we own it. Um, if you have a service, you can use the SM, the service mark. And then if you have, once it's registered, that's the R with the circle. So, okay, so here's some additional points to note. That if your trademark name is used for something other than its initial or its initial intention, so its initial classes, and that's, you know, let's say it catches on all of a sudden it's a trend and it's blown up, it's getting big. You could actually lose your trademark because it's not what it was intended to be used for initially. Okay, make sure that you're maintaining your trademark registration. So again, between that five, that fifth and sixth year, you have to um, file that, um, what was it? Oh, the affidavit, you have to file that to make sure that the mark is still in use. But again, the lifespan is 10 years. Okay, so yeah. Oh, and here's the last, <laughs> the last final piece is that the USPTO, they do not care about notifying you when your trademark is up, how many years it's been in use. They don't care. You will not get notified. Unless they've changed that, um, they do. They will not notify you in your time frame uh, of saying, hey, you need to submit this to keep with it. They don't care. So if you don't submit the forms, you lose the trademark protection and you will actually have to repeat the process of trademarking all over again. Again, I don't know if there's an appeal process. There might be to this. Um, I would doubt it, but that's just me. And you can find this information on the USPTO website. That will be the best place for you to take a look. So I, you know, I appreciate you taking the time to listen about trademarking and copywriting. I know it's dry information. I know that it is, uh, it's a pain, it's tedious. It's all this fun legal jargon, but you know, it is necessary to protect your company, to protect the people in your company, uh, your team, everything that you all are working for. Uh, you know, I, I do believe that it is an important piece. So if you'd like to support us, we would greatly appreciate it. And you can dive deeper into the world of game development on our Nebulous Entertainment Patreon or social media at Nebulous underscore ENT. And we just, you know, we do appreciate everybody's, um, I think we have nine patrons now. So we definitely care about everybody uh, that you know, is helping bring this vision to life. So thank you all very much. Above all, remember that there is a story in all of us, but it's up to you to choose. Have a good night.